Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today to preview the 2023 Host Plus Sandford W League season is Sturt coach Michael O'Connor. Michael, how are you? Yeah, very well, Zach, very well. It's, uh, it's a good time of year. Uh, a little bit exciting sort of heading into Christmas and uh, before we know it, the season will be back and uh, the girls will be uh, itching to get, get ourselves into round one. Indeed, it's not long now, hence uh, well, I thought it was appropriate to uh, catch up with all of the coaches uh, being so close to the start of the season. But uh, how have preparations been down there at Unley so far since I guess the club is, was a real whirlwind ride for you all uh, making your first ever grand final? Certainly, um, yeah, it was it was a, a very, uh, despite the last game of the year, a very successful season for the women's program, and you know ticked a lot of firsts off. Um, you know, beating some sides that we hadn't beaten previously, obviously making finals and and getting a first win in a final under the belt uh, was some really big steps for the club. And I think uh, the girls obviously enjoyed their time off. There was a bit of a mixed bag of some that went back and played local footy, mm-hmm. and some that uh, that switched off and, and tried to refresh both the minds and the bodies. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think overall the, uh, they came back to you know, the start of pre-season in pretty good shape, which was really important for us. Um, you know, the big thing for us is, is going to be able to back up last year's uh, season and, and have another good year. And we know that uh, you know, coming back to pre-season in, in good shape and motivated and you know, enjoy the hard work that is pre-season is really important in getting ourselves in a good position uh, come uh, February 18. Essentially, you've been able to maintain the same squad which took you to that grand final berth, but uh, what do you think you might need to adjust slightly just to take that next step? Or um, I, I guess you could look at the game itself, and you were very much uh, right in the game for, well, three and a half quarters, really. Yeah, we, you know, Sturt's always uh, sort of stuck with our little local products and, and try to develop from within our zone and, and build our juniors through. I think that probably looking, we, although we filled a couple of little positions that we're not a tall side, so we did sort of actively look around for a little bit of height. Um, not that it's a, a make or break by any stretch, but mm-hmm. we're certainly uh, keen to see the development from within our existing squad as well. So a lot of, you know, we had nine debutants last year and given two of them were, were Ange Foley and, and Jazz Hewitt through the AFL system but we certainly got yeah, 10 games of senior footy into, into some of the kids that have come through so their natural development will, will get better again and their understanding of the game and, and I guess the level of league footy in regards to its speed and intensity will be better again so yeah. we are looking for that, that natural growth from within our group mm-hmm. um, yeah, given there's a, a couple of positions that uh, we've had a couple of people that wanted to, to come across and join Sturt through some sort of family or, or personal history. So um, using them to strengthen up and, and have a couple, potentially a couple more yeah, mature minds and mature bodies um, around that sort of you know, young squad that we, we still have this year. How is the squad going to deal with and yourself and the coaching staff, I guess, for that matter? But um, it's a bit of a different feel for you this year in that you're very much now one of the hunted teams rather than the hunter. Obviously, there was that element of surprise and making your first final series and first grand final last year, and now that's no longer the case. Yeah, it's certainly uh, something that the players will ha- will have to deal with. I'm sort of, you know, from the coaching perspective, we're, we're pretty focused on you know, concentrating on, on our squad and, and the way that we want to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's elements where we've got an understanding as to how other teams like to go about it as well, but... 
from the players' point of view, um, yeah, we're very focused on you know, working on, on what we're trying to achieve. So, you know, there is an element that um, some external expectation from people outside of the Sturt Footy Club will now have a uh, an expectation that yeah, we may be able to repeat um, or ideally go one better, but. For us uh, and for the playing group, um, yeah, we're not too concerned about uh, the external noise. It's it's more about what we're wanting to achieve ourselves and the expectations that we set upon individuals as as well as the group collectively. For sure. Uh, now you touched on uh, there hasn't been a great deal of uh, player movement down there only, but uh, in terms of the ones that you have attracted to the footy club, um, a nice little uh, coup for you to get uh, Glenelg Premiership player Lucy Earl across. Uh, tell us about her family connection to the club. Yeah, so Lucy, uh, Lucy came to us as uh, just uh, wanting to potentially come across, obviously, yeah, played, uh, I think it's 35 games-ish. You could probably correct me if I'm wrong there, <laughs> but uh, for Glenelg. So, you know, experienced player in at, at league footy level, obviously uh, had an uncle, uh, Andrew Downs, that played at Sturt mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. So a nice family connection for her as well. So she's come across a, a bit of a key defender, naturally a bit of a defensive player, reads the ball pretty well from behind and, and provides us probably with a bit of, uh, she's not super tall by any stretch, but a bit of height and a bit of strength. Mm-hmm in those sort of physical one-on-one contests um, down back where I guess traditionally we haven't had a, a key defensive position. Um, probably the use of you know, Alex Ballard and Zoe Prowse through there last year, but mm. I guess um, you look at their progression and they're not necessarily key defenders in terms of um, strength and size, to be fair. So mm. uh, Luce has come across and, and fitted really well into the squad and uh, enjoying the uh, yeah, as much as the girls can enjoy pre-season, it's hard work, but um, yeah, she's come across and fitted in really well so far, so um, hopefully that, that bodes well for a good season coming up for her. And the other interesting signing in the off-season is Jasmine Fajo, uh, obviously uh, a current basketball player with the Adelaide Lightning in the WNBL, she's going to try and give footy a go. Yeah, so yeah, we've got a couple of basketballers in, uh, in the squad um, who knew Jazz sort of through their... Uh, basketball connections, and um, yeah, she's it's, yeah, it's a bit of an exciting talent. There's, you know, she can obviously um, yeah move pretty well and and good sort of yeah hand eye in terms of the ball control, but uh, a bit of an interesting balance. Obviously, her priorities lie with the Adelaide Lightning at the moment, so mm-hmm. sort of uh, coming to training just to work on you know some yeah basics of footy marking and kicking and, and understanding of the game, but mm-hmm. um, hasn't been able to get into too much uh, I guess physical contact at the moment. Yep. Uh, based on uh, her priority line with and a contractual agreement with the with the Lightning, but um, yeah, very good signing for us and, and sort of trying to teach her the game and and get her involved in the squad so that um, if down the track she uh, chooses to pursue footy as a as more of an opportunity, then uh, yeah, we're certainly excited to have her around and um, see what she can you know, see what she can do in the going coming years. You touched on uh, Alex Ballard a little bit earlier. It's uh, nice that uh, both her and also Kiara Mueller, from, uh, who's aligned with the Crows, they'll be able to be available for you at different stages throughout the season. Yeah, it's super exciting, I guess, for, for Sturt to have a couple of homegrown products. Uh, it was really great to see both of them play some footy, obviously, in the AFL season and play some really good, consistent footy up there too. So... Nice of them uh, and for the AFL girls to, to be able to come back and play some sample footy to bolster the the competition as well. Um, you know, Zoe Prowse is, uh, I think, having a, a bit of off-season surgery 
okay. which didn't allow her to come back. But um, you know, getting Kiz and, and Alex back for yeah, a portion of the season mm. will be really important, just because they are you know, homegrown stir people and really nice people to have involved in the footy club. But also, uh, yeah, be really important in those weeks they're available to uh, help us win some games. Now, one of the really exciting. Uh young talents out there at Sturt is India Rashid. We saw that in, even in the grand final, one of the goals that she bent around from tight angle in the pocket. Uh, how's her training been over the pre-season and um, does she even sort of uh, look to perhaps push up a little bit more and have some more time in the midfield as she's developing? Yeah, she's been, she's come back in, in really good shape into pre-season. Obviously, yeah, playing uh, the first season of league footy at, at the tender age of 15. Uh, yeah, big learning curve. She's, you know, I think everyone that's watched her play has, has seen that she's certainly got uh, all the attributes to become a, a really good, consistent footballer. So getting a season under the belt at, at that league level and, and she's come back you know, looking hungry to, to keep developing and keep getting herself better. Uh, it's been a really good start. So no doubt we'll probably uh, yeah, release her a little bit higher up the ground and give her some time through the midfield. One, because of her ability to use the footy, but two, is mm. her continual development. She's obviously got a, a couple of years before she's uh, hitting her draft age. So yeah. for us, it's it's really prepping her and giving her some exposure to some different positions so that uh, when she does hit that 18 and you know and gets drafted into the AFL, if, if that's the way the path takes her, then she's got some good experience uh, in multiple positions that can really show off what she's uh, able to do. Thought we'll also touch base and see how a couple of the more experienced players are going in their off-season pursuit, and particularly uh, the skipper, Maya Richter. Um, how's she tracking? Because I remember chatting to her in the lead-up to her 50th Sample W League game, and she was very humble in that um, not many outside of only knew the sort of injuries that she'd been carrying the last couple of pre-seasons, which then therefore limited her role to sort of being that real stopping force down back. But uh, is she enjoying a bit of a better pre-season and therefore can perhaps return to that original role that she had with Sturt in the midfield? Yes, um, yeah, May's sort of had a, a, certainly a, a few consecutive seasons of, uh, of some interrupted pre-season based on some some injury concerns. Um, she had a, a fair bit of got a fair bit of running under the belt, sort of at the back end of our season, and, and that sort of showed, I guess, her, her best game of the year would have been in, in the grand final. Mm. Um, I guess for her, um, uh, yeah, she she had another um, small little. Uh, Operation in the off season on uh, on an ankle, which is sort of somewhat limited um, mm. her pro season again this year, but by no means uh, as serious as, as the previous year. So That's she was true. able to get a fair bit of work under her belt um, after our season before uh, she went under the knife. So. That's put her in good stead where she's, she's going to be hitting while she'll definitely be on the track in full capacity earlier than previous seasons. So, yeah, she's certainly keen to regain, I guess, what she considers, um, yeah, her speed and agility that uh, that she certainly had early in her career. Not that mm. she's old by any stretch. Um, and, uh, yeah, I know she, she'd love to find herself, I guess, getting higher up the ground. Yeah. Um, back in those uh, midfield positions but we'll sort of um, yeah, throw the magnets on the board and, and work out what the team balance looks like and, and find out um, where that position's are but yeah, it goes without saying uh, I think everyone around the league knows Mayer and, and what her contribution is mm. off the field in that captaincy role and, mm. and again she's certainly leading from the front in um, you know in putting this uh, young squad together and, and making sure the, uh, the draft for us to get better as a whole was yeah, 
on Mayer and, and Bubba Harris and the leadership group as a whole. They've been really important in steering people in the right direction and, and you know, bringing the club through some you know, some lean years in terms of wins and losses um, and you know, not wavering from, from that sort of leadership style. Uh, through last year when we managed to win some games and, and looking forward to hopefully again putting some wins on the board this coming season. How's Izzy Kuyper tracking with her recovery from the ACL that she unfortunately injured in last year's prelim- or last season's preliminary final? Yeah, it was obviously really disappointing for Izzy uh, individually. Um, uh, prelim final against Glenelg, unfortunately uh, ruptured her ACL. So, but her uh, her recovery, she's been doing yeah, all the right things along the way. So, in terms of uh, had the operation pretty quickly, and certainly has been working hard in her rehab side to, to strengthen the knee and, and maintain her fitness throughout the way. So, she's tracking really well. What that looks like in, in regards to an actual return date is uh, yeah, well and truly out of out of my hands and mm. in, in with the doctors and the specialists. But um, yeah, she's been out. Yeah, out training throughout pre-season, doing her rehab and, and making sure she's still around the group. So um, all going well. We, yeah, we'd love to see her in uh, the back half of the season. But okay. um, yeah, if she continues to tick things off, then that's yeah, that's certainly a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll leave that one to the experts, and uh, we'll certainly be guided by them uh, to see if she can return to the double blues. So in the off season, Michael, who are some of the youngsters out there on the training track that might have caught your eye, and you sort of think, oh yeah, they they might push up and play some league footy this year? Yes, we, we have uh, included a few of the girls that uh, that were playing in the under 16s program last year. So probably the uh, the two that have probably uh, excelled the most in pre season to date have been um, Sophie Threadgold and Monique Besson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those sort of GPS numbers in, in trainings and the little um, sort of match sim stuff we've done have been exceptional for, for kids and both of them are not, uh, I guess they're not small in terms of they're, you know, 15, 16 years of age, but uh, they've got, um, got some frame to them as well. So the jump from junior footy to league footy, um, you know, isn't, isn't a major major process for them. So mm. um, both of them, obviously we've got a couple of trial games to uh, uh, the beginning of next year um, mm-hmm. against South and the Eagles, so both of them will, will see some trial game um, time in the in the league squad. Yeah, you know, it's really important we just see what they can do and, and whether that's you know to get a, a gauge on round one or at some stage mm-hmm. throughout the year. Yep. Um, we're really keen to yeah, continue to sort of drive this development so that the kids in the 14s program can see that you know they're not that far away from playing league footy. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Indy Rashid at, at 15 years old last year was a prime example of that. And, um, you know, we're very keen to continue to develop our kids and, and give them exposure at senior footy level to um, to continue making sure their development uh, continues. Tell us a little bit more about Sophie in particular. Is she, I understand she might be of uh, Chris Threadgold uh, family tree? Yes, correct. Yes. So, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, high card running sort of player. She, um, as I said, came through the 16s last year. Um, we made, you know, got her involved in the squad, and, and both um, Sophie and, and Monique, have, you know, their, their running power is, is really important, obviously, at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their ability to, to run consistently at, at high speed as, as well as endurance has been really impressive throughout the preseason. Um, you know, often you get the talented juniors that sort of play midfield and forward because that's where they get most of the footy. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of those yeah, you know, have the attributes to play across the you know, forward, defensive and through the midfield. So 
really exciting to see some kids coming through the system that uh, can have a crack at potentially playing senior footy in their first years and, and you know, really putting the pressure on um, the established players as well to make sure that they're on their toes to hold their position in the squad, which is, you know, again, really important to make sure that our squad gets better each year. So has Sophie got dad's traits as a Dow defender or has she a little bit, <laughs> got a bit more flair? Uh, probably got a little bit more flair, to be fair. <laughs> well, I think... Um, yeah, but in saying that, uh, yeah, we've sort of had a chat with her throughout pre-season as, as to where we might sort of seek. I think for the kids coming through the system, it's you know if they're going to get themselves into league footy, it's it's probably either end of the ground as opposed to straight into the guts. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the, the, as much as I said, they're, they're not small. There's uh, there's still a jump between sort of junior footy and and sort of the real hot heat of the contest in uh, at league level. So. I think they've both got, as I said, the, the ability to read the game and, and certainly use the ball well when the ball is in hand. So mm-hmm. their distribution is um, is important either creating from half-back or the potential to have an offensive presence yeah. um, up forward as, as gives them, again, a bit of flexibility to be able to work their way into the side at some stage. Very good. And, yeah, hopefully they might even push up and uh, earn a Powerade Breakthrough Player nomination at some point during the season. Well, Michael, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that and wishing you and the Sturt Footy Club all the very best for the 2023 Host Plus Sample W League season. Thank you again and, yeah, really looking forward to the upcoming season. I'm sure uh, as much as I'm biased towards Sturt, I think it's going to be a cracking season again and, uh, yeah, the continued development of the women's game in, in South Australia is has been great and I've no doubt that uh, this upcoming season is going to be the best one again yet.